Hello, and welcome to our August episode of County Conversations. I'm Commissioner McClure, and on this month's episode, we would like to talk with you about domestic violence services of Southwestern PA. They offer a great service here to Greene County as well as Southwestern Pennsylvania. So at this time, I would like to introduce Lisa Hannum. She is the CEO of Domestic Violence of Southwestern PA Services. I am Lisa Hannum, the CEO of Domestic Violence Services of Southwestern Pennsylvania, and I'd like to thank the commissioners for inviting us to be here today. It's an honor and a privilege to serve the community of Greene County, along with Washington and Fayette counties. So thank you for having us this morning. I have been with the organization for almost 19 years, and I'm going to be retiring in I saw on the fairground placard when I came in today, it was July 17th, so technically seven months and one week. I'll be retiring, and uh, I'm going to leave the organization in the very capable hands of uh, some of our other guests this morning, in particularly our CEO designate, and that is Megan Dunlevy. She will, oh no, she changed her name. It's Megan. I'm going to leave it with Megan. Uh, and she will be leading the charge and bringing us into the future of the organization. But to tell you a little bit about what I've been able to accomplish as CEO, we have uh, moved our administrative and our prevention and outreach offices to a centralized point so that we can in Brownsville so that we can better serve our service area. We have been able to develop a strategic plan. Um, we've done full board development and we have a working board now. So if there's any listeners or anyone who's interested in learning more about board service, we would love to have more representation from Greene County. We currently have two members, but we would love to have more on our board because we need your voice in our communities and, and the areas that we serve and the services that we offer. So uh, that's just a couple of things I've done. And what I would like to do is I'd like to turn it over to Megan, who can tell you a little bit about our services and what we offer. As Lisa said, thank you very much to the commissioners for having us on the podcast today. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about the services that we provide here in Greene County. Outside of Greene County, we actually have two emergency safe houses. Uh, but within Greene, we have an office. Um, in Waynesburg that uh, can assist survivors if, who need to file a protection from abuse order. We also can provide court accompaniment to them. For those who need to relocate, we can help folks to find permanent housing in the area. Uh, we can also help them financially in that process. And there are some things that we can do to help folks who are uh, nearing homelessness so that we can help them maintain the housing that they currently have. Uh, in addition to that, we have mobile advocacy and empowerment. So if transportation is an issue, we can always have uh, survivors speak with somebody over the phone or via Zoom so that they can learn a little bit about domestic violence and learn about some tools that might be available to them to help them in their situation without leaving their homes. In addition to that, we also offer therapy services. So we do have a licensed and a non-licensed therapist on staff. They're available to provide therapy and therapy support groups to those who might need those services. So again, uh, anyone who's experiencing domestic violence or has a friend or family member experiencing domestic violence can reach out to us and they can take part in any of those services which are uh, free to everyone. 
One of the most important things we offer is a 24-7 hotline. So those who are experiencing a situation where they need immediate help or they have immediate questions any time of the day or night can call that hotline. And if you need to leave your home at any point, we can help folks in Greene County to go to shelter either in Washington or Fayette or anywhere beyond those places, but we can help them to find safety in another location outside of Greene County but we can still help with services within Greene County if they choose to remain here. And that hotline number is 1-800-791-4000. So in addition to all of those things, though, we do have some exciting prevention activities happening in the Carmichael's area. So I'd like to introduce Alexandra Brooks to talk more about that. So we offer a lot in terms of prevention at DVSSP, and some of that includes programs in the classroom setting. Some of that includes engaging coaches to have conversations about healthy relationships with their athletes. But what we're really excited about is to have this new adventure with community-level prevention. And we have actually been working with the community of Carmichael's for the last three years to implement community-level prevention there. So what we've done with the community is we have held an annual survey. We've done focus groups each year to better understand the results of the survey. And then we've put together a community board that helps us really decide the direction of things. So when I say survey, we're not surveying about domestic violence. We're surveying about community and environmental factors. What's going on in the community? What is the community uh, struggling with? What are the gaps to fill? And where are they doing really, really well and succeeding? So some things that I've learned about Carmichael's is that it is a community that sticks together in hard times. They are very, very proud of their history and the community that they've built there. Um, But there are still some gaps that we need to fill in the community, and those include arts and cultural expression, economic security, and housing security. So the last three years, we've really spent a lot of time focusing on the arts and cultural expression and how we can bring that to the the community of Carmichael's in a variety of different ways. So since we've started this entire thing, some things that we've been able to accomplish are putting in eight bed community garden right outside of the Flanagan Library, which has been one of our biggest partners. Uh, We were very grateful to partner with the Carmichael Civic Club, who not only helps us uh, maintain the garden, they advertise our events for us, help us get information out, help us with the survey distribution. But the the lovely ladies there also collected 500 pounds of plastic bags to donate a bench to the garden. The students from Carmichael's area high school came over to prep the garden with us and build the bench for us. They were really great to interact with. And so the school's also been a really, really big partner, especially as we've worked to try to incorporate more art into the community. More specifically, we were able to engage the students a little bit with a mural that you would see on the outside of the Flanagan Library. We were able to have our muralists who worked with us uh, talk with the students in some of the art classes at the high school level about having a career in art, participating in the project, really engaging in it. Uh, if you get a chance to go down there and see the mural, it's it's honestly really cool and it really, really speaks to the community of Carmichael's. So uh, the artists worked with community members in some visioning sessions. So what you'll see on there is really the pride of Carmichael's. You'll see uh, an image of the Green Academy, uh, which is really their central art hub in, in Carmichael's and I think in Green County as well. You will see the covered bridge, which I know everybody in Carmichael's and, and Green County is very proud of. 
Um, you'll also see the the Skyview Drive-In, which I know is no longer there, but it's something that Carmichael's residents, you know, remember nostalgically and are, are really excited to have on the mural. And then you'll, of course, see uh, the coal queen, the very first one pictured uh, sitting on a cart of coal with a coal miner right behind her. And so what was really important about that was that residents had a voice in it. They participated in it. And that mural means something to the people that live there. It's not a mural that domestic violence services wanted. We really didn't give any input. We really just facilitated the conversation. And it helps give a point of pride. Um, I also think it's just a really cool thing for visitors to Greene County um, to come and see. We've also partnered with the school district to offer some art in the classroom. We had a resident artist this year. We were really excited. Uh, she was a metalsmith artist. And so our fifth graders at Carmichael's Area Elementary School got to not only cut pop cans apart, but they were given pliers and hammers and nails and some wood to pound it all down to. And what they ended up creating were three amazing murals um, that, again, really speak to the pride of Carmichael's. One features uh, the Carmichael Sea with the lightning bolts. Another features a map, an aerial view map of Carmichael's. And the other is a feature of the elementary school. Again, giving the kids an opportunity to take some pride in their community and, and leave behind something that they can remember. We've also been hosting community picnics each year. We really want folks to come together as a community to enjoy each other's time, to learn a little bit about what we're doing, um, and really just for some fellowship as an organization with everybody. Um, so you might be thinking, as you've heard me talking about all of this, wait a minute, this is domestic violence services, and they're talking about painting and gardens. I really don't understand how this is preventing domestic violence. Um, this is a really new way to approach it. And we're really just kind of seeing what works and what goes well and what doesn't. But what this does is helps build community, which builds resiliency, which builds relationships. And these things alone will not prevent domestic violence. But these things paired with economic security and paired with the programs that we're doing in the classroom to teach young kids about their feelings and teaching high schoolers about dating violence prevention and how to get involved in their school. Also paired with, you know, coaches having conversations with their athletes, paired with people putting out signs for Domestic Violence Awareness Month and supporting our events to show us that the community really does care about this issue. All of these things combined are what prevent domestic violence. We can't just do one of them and hope that it ends the problem. We really need to do all of them. So we've really been excited to work in that community to try something new. We're hopeful in the future uh, years from now we can replicate this in other communities because it has been an amazing experience and I'm excited to see what's next. So I mentioned Domestic Violence Awareness Month and our signs. So I'm going to introduce Cherish Devinney, who is our Director of Community Outreach, to talk with you a little bit more about our upcoming events. Hi, I'm Cherish Devinney with Domestic Violence Services of Southwestern Pennsylvania. And um, I am the Director of Community Outreach. Our outreach team tirelessly plans uh, four events per year. And um, we plan events in all three counties that we provide services, uh, Greene County, Fayette County, and Washington County. Um, actually, just this past May, we tried a new type of awareness event, and um, that was our trivia night. And we were so excited because it was a really great hit. Uh, we even had the Greene County Chamber of Commerce have a group uh, with us, which was very exciting to have them involved. 
they sang our praises, so that was always good because I know they're pros. And that event was held at the EQT Rec Center this year. They were uh, kind enough to let us use their space for free. And EQT is is always incredibly generous to our agency, and um, they allowed us to uh, have the room and advertise, um, which was very exciting. And then we also, um, we have an event in Fayette as well, and um, we have our annual Peace from DV Walk in Washington. That is an awareness event, and that is in September, September 23rd. We also have an annual Peace Begins at Home dinner, and that is our annual fundraiser, and it's held on October 18th at the Hilton Garden Inn in South Point. So we're very busy with these uh, different events that we put on, but we also are very active within the community attending events. And um, we try to attend as many as we possibly can because we really need to bring awareness within the community and awareness of our services that we're here to help. Um, So we will be at Rain Day this year, so please make sure that you stop by and see us. Thank you so much. So you've heard from several of the staff at uh, Domestic Violence Services and the great work that we're doing. One of the other things I wanted to end up with was we did develop a strategic plan. And that strategic plan is our roadmap into the future. So we have, as I said, I'm going to be retiring. We've got everything in place uh, with the new designate uh, CEO in Megan. We've got some senior staff promoted, and that strategic plan is going to seamlessly take us from the great work that we're doing now and move us flawlessly into the future. So I want the community to know that we're not going to miss a beat, and it's going to be uh, a great uh, change is always difficult, but change always brings fresh ideas and new things. And so I think we have great things to look forward to at Domestic Violence Services. And I wanted to remind you that all of our services now and moving into the future are free and confidential. And you can reach us at the hotline at 24 hours a day, seven days a week. A live person will answer at 800-791-4000. And with that, I'd like to, again, thank you for the opportunity for us to be here this morning. And I'd like to turn it over to Commissioner Blair Zimmerman. And now we'd like to tell you about some fun events coming to the area this month. I'm going to start off with the Greensboro Monongahela Volunteer Fire Department will be holding their second annual car show on August 5th at the fire department in Greensboro. Next, and it's a favorite of all of us, the Green County Agricultural Fair begins on August 6th and runs through the 12th at the Green County Fairgrounds. For details, go to greencountyfair.org. Next, and and I know there was just conversation about uh, Carmichael's, is the Pennsylvania Bituminous King Cole Show will be held August 19th through the 26th in downtown Carmichael's. Long parade, folks. Find more information on their Facebook page. After that, coming up was the Aviation's Day, and it returns to the Green County Airport on August 19th and 20th, beginning at 9 a.m. each day. The flashlight drags will return to the Green County Airport on August 27th, and gates open at noon, and racing begins at 2 p.m. And finally, the Sounds of Summer. And uh, if you haven't been there this summer, there's really good musicians there. Uh, the musical series continues this month with live music at the Lions Club Community Park. Make sure you bring your chairs. 
You can hear Outpost on August 1st, uh, Luke Schroyer and students on August 15th. I was a student, but I'm not one of those. <laughs> and uh, CNT Acoustic on August 22nd, and the Stray Birds on August 29th. Music begins at 6 p.m., and really, again, make sure you bring your chair. And with that being said, this concludes this month's episode of County Conversation. As always, you know, we want to thank our guests. Uh, we welcome your feedback and suggestions for future topics. Please reach out on social media with input at any time. Watch for our September episode on your favorite podcast platform. And thank you for listening. 